All right, and we're live about what? I'm here with uh, Christian and Chris. We're about, what, about maybe 10 minutes after the uh, final whistle happened at the Estadio Azteca. America lose the second leg, obviously, one to two, but overall advanced to the semis. Um, obviously, guys, not what we're expecting. Um, very, uh, I don't even think there's a word to describe it. Uh, Christian, I'll throw it to you first. Yeah, have, have a good evening, everyone. Um, I hope you guys are joining us in this very late edition of the podcast. Um, like Dylan said, uh, there, there's no way to describe what we saw tonight. Um, you know, thankfully, we, we did enough in the first leg to kind of advance. Uh, but that second leg performance just it didn't convince me. It's not championship worthy. Um, you know, there's a lot of blame to go around from 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 Tano, I think, to up to up to all the players. Um, was it was it they were overconfident or they just didn't show up tonight? You know, there, there's a lot of things, but I think we were all in the greens that tonight was not an America worthy performance and definitely a performance that is not inspiring us to lift the 14th this year. Definitely, definitely agree with you, uh, uh Christian. Uh, Chris, um, any words of um, off of your brain? Uh, I will say I haven't felt this nervous, this disgusted in America in a very long time. I don't even think I felt like this against Pachuca. Like, I think with Pachuca, you kind of already blamed Oscar Jimenez from the start. In this game, brother, all you need is one goal, and you're comfortable the whole game. Christian, in that group chat that we're in, I asked everyone, are you guys comfortable with this lead? Is this a comfortable lead? And a lot of them said no. I felt that right away when I saw Israel Reyes get that red card. I said, I don't know if I could trust Araujo. Mm -hmm. And and maybe to an extent, I'm not going to put the full blame on him because it was really a disaster all around. Right. But, brother, like, it, it shouldn't have been this ugly. Yeah, no, like, definitely not. Leading up to, like, the, the, the first game, me and Ivan, me and Ivan, we talked. Like, this is what the strategy from their side is going to do. They're going to try to do this. To me, it's too predictable uh, what they're gonna do for us to just have this type of game. Like I like we talked about all oh, the final fourteenth. How do we not know that either Chivas, Atlas, or Toluca don't come and do something uglier to us? You know, mm -hmm. and and like you said, the blame is to go all like everywhere. You could blame it on everybody, even the 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 water boys. Maybe they were dehydrated. I don't know, man, but. Point is, like, it's everywhere. And we look at Baños because this is, like, okay, this is a problem that we've had since since Piojo was here. Like, this is a lot of these problems been here. And for me, it's just very stressful. And you can hear it in my voice. I'm very frustrated, very just annoyed of this performance. Mind you, mm -hmm. I do think you, Henry, uh, Zendejas, Israel Reyes, they're going to play in the semis. They're going to be starting. But how much of a difference are they? Are they this? Because, like, you you pointed out, Henry was ghost in the first leg. How do I know that he's not ghost in the next games, you know? Mm -hmm. How do I know Sandejas is 100%? And how do I know Israel Reyes is that much of an upgrade? Right. So I'm very annoyed. You know, I don't want to completely rant because I know that it's going to be an exaggeration if we come back and look completely different in the semifinals. But it's very concerning that a team like San Luis, with a predictable uh, of style of play, mm -hmm. could do this to us. Right. I think this was what I was alluding to in our in our chat earlier that at halftime when I was like, I think a lot of this blame does go on Tano as well. 
perfectly knowing that I think everyone could have kind of guessed what Sunday is going to do today. You know, they were down, they were down, they needed to win three nothing tonight, and it was pretty predictable that they were just going to go out because they had nothing to lose, right? It, it doesn't matter. They're already down by a huge deficit. So what do they have to lose in trying to play loose? Knowing that, and you still don't adjust after the one nothing. That's fine. Okay, maybe you know they got a free goal. Okay, whatever. Let's try to go back into the game. Then after the two nothing, you still don't do anything. So at halftime, you're like, okay, you know what? Maybe it's something you know, move this guy out, bring this guy in. You don't do nothing until the 60th minute. And to me, that just shows that Dano still does not know how to play these Ligia games. And it, it's worrying because now when you get into the semifinal, no matter who you're going to face, whether it's Chivas, Atlas, Tigres, or Toluca, they're all not San Luis. And they're all going to give you a hard time and put them in the position where San Luis was in, I think I think we're eliminated. And that that that's something that we need to figure out fast. And at this moment, I don't, I don't know if Donald's capable of adjusting because he, he, he just didn't show that tonight. And it's, it's concerning. Like, like, like you, like you mentioned. No. Yeah. And, and I definitely agree with both of you too, but let's kind of, uh, backpedal here a little bit. Let's look at this game kind of a, in a sense from a whole too. Um, let's start with the first half because the first half was, was very piss poor. Um, and I think Christian kind of hit it on the head too. You know, you give up the the first goal in the 18th minute, and you're just like, okay, you know, kind of like, you know, whatever, you know. It, and to me, I was I was kind of in that sense too, to where I was like, okay, you know, obviously it was predictable. San Luis is going to come out, you know, try to punch us in the mouth, especially at home. And you know, me and Ivan has always said, you know, oh, whenever people are going to go against the Medica, they're gonna, they're going to play their best because, of course. yeah, of course. And so we we got that the first you know, 20 minutes, no doubt, especially for, with the, with that opening goal. And then okay, I thought to myself after seeing that, I was like, okay, let's see how this team responds. And we didn't see the team respond at all. And then we give up the, the second goal in the 31st minute around, around there. And it's just like, okay, like this is, this is, this is crap at the end of the day, you know? So just kind of overall, you know, after, after those first 30, 31st minutes, you know, what's kind of going through all his head. Uh, real, real quick, because uh, my mic, I don't know what was going on with my mic, but I was going to ask you guys, I don't know, I'm sorry for not answering your question, but I, I just wanted to, before I lose my, my thought real quick, uh, did you guys feel in this game, hey, there's no depth that we were talking about. There's no one that you could look in the in the bench and say they're going to go in. Like, yes, we had Henry, we had a, a, a Brian who ended up scoring, we had Sendejas, but... At times, like you were talking about the adjustments, right? Did you think there's anyone that you say, okay, for example, the midfield was horrible. The midfield was losing everything to Villalpando, and who the hell is Villalpando to be to be winning these uh, these battles, you know? And in my head, I'm like, well, who do you put in to change this? There's no one in that midfield that you're comfortable putting in. If you had, a, if there's an injury, right? Because we talk about how important Fidalgo is and how important in uh, a Richard is, if they're out, I don't know, I'm not comfortable with Jonathan Dos Santos, and I'm not comfortable with uh, with Aquino. When we when I saw uh, Aquino go in, I said, oh, here comes the, the third goal, because this guy is going to lose the ball, and, and they're going to score on us. It didn't happen, but I wasn't comfortable with it, and that's why I understand. At first, when we got into a little uh, disagreement at first when you were talking about Tano, but I, then I thought about it. Well, well damn, you can't even – Put in your best players because you're you're not confident and you're not and it's not even like completely their fault either because you're you need to bring out the best in them not just them being good you know 
Yeah. So I, I agree completely with, with what you're saying about Tano. But it's just like, in my opinion, like we don't have a bench. We, like we really don't have a bench as much as we were saying. Like in Liguilla, we don't have it. Like Vinas, for example, was horrible today. Now, let's say Henry gets another injury. You know, I see people say, oh, an academy player it would do better. An academy player needs to be developed into this situ- situation, not debuted into these situations. Completely different thing, you know? Yeah. Um, just a quick, quick to add on to Chris before we get on to Dylan's, uh, Dylan's question. Um, maybe adjusting, maybe in not playing player for player, maybe changing up the formation a little bit. Because um, some of these, like you said, in the first half was winning everything in the midfield. It seemed like mm-hmm. they were just getting overwhelmed. So right. why not just add an extra midfielder in there, or maybe just drop Valdez back for a little for a little bit, Try like just to control the game a little bit, get get the get the get the game going back into America's way. Because this is what we were talking about in the in the in I think it was in the San Luis preview. What did or, I tell you? What or that we, we're, play, we're playing into San Luis's game and we're not playing our game. And yeah, this yeah. is exactly what I said was going to happen. Dad. And remember what I told you. If, you, are, if you're Tano, do you, do you uh, put take out a Valdez and put it in an Aquino? To That's let, what I'm saying. Or take, yeah, exactly. Put, just you know, put an extra body it, in that midfield. And you know, then it, it, it it's obvious that, that, that we just don't have that. That You're right. You, Tano is a one-dimensional coach, Right. Is it fair to say that if if it doesn't go well I in the beginning, I think that he just he sticks to his formation and that that's been his Achilles heel, maybe. Yeah, well, that's why one dimensional, right? Mm. So, All right, then what was yeah. the question again? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah, no. I, I, these are these are all valid. It's all it's all valid at the end of the day because this is very frustrating because, you know, you, you know. This is a very frustrating game overall because it's just you, you you don't get the same team you got um, from the first leg and ob- for some obvious reasons too because like Henry's not a hundred percent you know Zendaya has two and then you don't have Isera Reyes um, but you know just looking at this first half overall and I kind of recap what I was kind of was talking about too real quick again um, the first goal comes I was just kind of like not really too bothered by it maybe i should have been a little bit more bothered by it but you know i was like okay like let's see how this team responds because um in some cases you know this team has let it a goal and it's okay this team's respond plenty of times to you know getting one back and you know um responding in the right way but the, this team didn't this team was a whole different team and so i just kind of wanted your y'all's thoughts on the first half before i go into the second half because i have i have a little bit of a different thoughts whenever it comes to the second half christian so the first half, um, yeah, I mean, like, like I think we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, there's, there's no words to explain uh, what happened there. It's just laziness, no concentration, uh, no intensity, um, just being overwhelmed by San Luis and what they were doing. And what they were doing wasn't really much. It was just, you know, a lot of quick passes and, you know, and trying to open up space. And it just didn't seem we knew how to how, how to counter that or, or how to go about or to adjust to it. Um, and it's we 100% got completely uh, caught off guard. Um, and when the goals when the goals came, it just made everything much worse because it just seemed like this team just didn't have any life in them. Um, they looked they looked defeated after after that second goal and no response, which I think was the most worrying part. That you know you yeah. would have thought that maybe you know after the second goal, okay, you know what guys, like there were one goal away, and you know and it's it all it's all said and done. So let's pick it up a little bit. And you saw none of that from nobody. You, you didn't see it from Fidalgo. You didn't see it from Valdez. You didn't see it from Richard, Cabecita, um, right. you know, Vinas, Leo, nobody. And the players that you would think 
would show up in a moment like this didn't, and that's something that can't happen going forward. Right, right, yeah. I, I, to me, it was just it just seemed lazy, you know. It, it seemed mm-hmm. lackadaisical, you know. Um, Chris, uh, your thoughts on the first half overall? So personally, offensively, I wasn't as bothered. I guess you can say I I felt there there was moments that that we could have scored. Just I just felt the link up with Vinas was just horrible. Honestly, I think maybe it's just a style of play. Maybe it's a different chemistry that they have with with Henry or you know because I saw some plays where he would run straight where instead of going back where he would have been way more open. You know or 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 just I don't know. It was just they just it wasn't as frustrating. But it was annoying that we weren't able to get the, the the goal. The midfield pissed me off a lot because, like I said earlier, there is no reason Villapando should be beating uh, Richard and, and, and Fidalgo as much as he did. I think there was too many balls that we lost that we just shouldn't be losing. But the defense is the ugly one in this situation because look how uh, alone they are in both goals, right? You look at Fuentes, and someone said he should not be playing in, in America anymore, and I agree completely. Dude, Fuentes got exposed tonight. Bro, you know what it reminded me of? Remember how ugly Paul Aguilar played, Paul Aguilar played in the last uh, like games with us? Where, uh, what was that guy's name that played in Pumas that had the the, the mullet? Uh, uh, Mallorca, right? Or mm-hmm. Ma- yeah, Macorra, so. or something like that. Something like that, yeah. He completely would burn him in that game against Pumas. And that's exactly how I saw this game with Fuentes. He's it's age, bro. Look, he's not a club legend. He's not nothing special like that. But he is a guy that look. He came in a Pumas Canterano. Nobody wanted him. I hated that signing. But he came in and shut everyone up. Worked hard. Did good. But all the time is gonna catch up, and that's okay. You know, it's okay. It's it's common sense. But like I said, this is where you start looking at the directivos. Right, you don't play him all season because you don't want to extend them, right? Mm-hmm. So why aren't you going and get a better player? If, yeah. if, if, if we have to sign a Mexican player, okay, go and look for Arteaga. I know Mexican national team fans are gonna be like, "Oh, leave them in Europe." For, we're talking club. Me personally, if we have to look for a Mexican player, go and look for an Arteaga. Go look for uh, Omar Campos, uh, even a Gallardo. Right? I know a lot of people are gonna say, "Oh, Gallardo, this and that." Would you rather have a Fuentes right now or a Gallardo? Truthfully, we'd rather have a Gallardo, right? Because he's younger and he's gonna he's at least a league type player. We don't need Marcelo in his prime. We just need a really good player. And we in in this guy Fuentes, like he just gets burnt too much. This is his age, it's common sense. And he was very ugly. I know some people would probably say Layun. There's a play where Layun leaves uh who's on his side? It was uh Murillo. Murillo. Mm-hmm. Bro, he gave him a whole long ass space alone and he and he let him. He, like, luckily for us, like it wasn't a goal. But these are the type of stuff that per, me and a lot of people were sacrificing Lara. If that's the case, bro, go put in Lara. At least I know Lara's going to catch up to him, you know? Right. Like, just a, a very, very concerning game. And and, and now we're going to have to look at This is why I didn't want Atlas in the first round. And it's a blueprint, too, for other teams not to expose oh, yeah. our weaknesses. And yeah. you're looking at teams like Atlas, of like, people like Quinones that can just destroy whichever side he plays on. Look at what, um, what, what uh, Lozano did to us. And, and, like, and, Lozano did, you know? and then you have Tigres when you have Linus on one side, Cordova, uh, you have Quinones, you know, that's another threat. And Chivas, uh, Piojo, Alexis Vega. You know, these are players that are 
better than than Murillo and Vitinho and Bonatini, and they're gonna they're they're gonna hurt you. So this is this is a, a blueprint that San Luis gave everyone else that's remaining in the Guia, and now it's up to Tano to kind of adjust. Yeah, but to answer your your question completely, it, it, like you guys said, laziness, not motivated, just completely lost. Like offensively, I wasn't as bothered as many because I do think they were moving the ball around. They just didn't have that that link up with Vinas. That's all it was because that pass where Vinas is dribbling straight down the middle, he passes it back to to Valdez, and if he gives Valdez that goal, that that pass, it's it might be a goal. Who knows? But but that pass just could have been a lot better. Like I said, a lot of these plays where he tried to close in when he should have gone back or or when he should have closed in, he wasn't there. Like, like it just, maybe it's just a chemistry thing, right? He hasn't really been playing with these guys in, in four-minute games, right? Maybe. But it but for me, it was very concerning. And, and if Henry doesn't start the next game, well, we don't even know completely what's going on with Henry. He came out looking like Raul Jimenez, which that scared me personally. For me, it was just like, what's wrong with his head? He has to wear a headgear. Like, what? how bad was this injury? Yeah. Because he didn't even go on concussion protocol or anything. So I'm very – personally, I, I became yeah. very concerned on that. But. And also when you made the first sub, then you, you're thinking that if it's not a double sub, it's only Henry. And Henry didn't even come in until the 80th minute. Yeah. So, yeah. but but you say he's fine and he you know he passed all tests, yeah. But you're not playing him in dire situations. That's yeah, yeah. it's definitely right. concerning, and I right. hope we get answers either uh, tomorrow or Monday because right. this, there's something going on. Yeah. So so let let's start let's start there. You know we'll, we'll work our way into the second half now. So first half ends. We go in. We go into halftime, and I think at this point, obviously. You're down to nothing, and you obviously just need to go and obviously control the game to to see it out. Even if you go go down the in the Azteca uh, losing one two in this leg, but I think at this point you're just like okay, this is a a break in case of emergency type of glass where you got to be like okay, like we need Henry, we need Zendejas, you know, at least at most. And so you're obviously going to want to see these substitutions, but we come out in the second half making no substitutions until about ten minutes later. Is that kind of a concerning sign for for anybody that you know you don't make those substitutions right away, but you wait another ten minutes before you actually do? It is, and as what I was saying earlier, how Tano needs to learn how to adjust to these games and yeah. read the moment, read the situation. Your team is not playing well. San Luis is starting to gain a little more momentum again, and they're pushing for that third goal. So try to do something to swing it back into your favor. You know these players are aren't going to give you anything different. So why keep insisting? Do something else. Uh, put a fresh player in there, fresh uh, fresh legs, fresh ideas. Do something. But we just didn't get that uh, from from him tonight. You know, you know, maybe like. He thought I could adjust what they're doing wrong and tell like tell them what to do and I'll give them the time. But honestly, like it for me, a, a lot of things were, we did get better in this. Like I know you we're, we're gonna get into that, but we did get a little bit better in the second half when it comes to the midfield. But like for you guys, what was the most concerning position in the first half? For me, it was the midfield. I don't know if you guys agree with that, but me personally, if it's the midfield is the issue. I don't think you make immediate subs right away. I think you kind of got to let Richard and Fidalgo kind of go, get into more rhythm, and maybe that's what his thought was. But for me, like, I, I wouldn't move that because once the midfield gets going, you do see those opportunities, right? And that's what we ended up seeing later on. So maybe that was the, the, the thought that he had, or just kind of let Fidalgo and Richard go, and then eventually we'll find the goal. 
Yeah, um, but ten, but but ten minutes though, like it it, it kind of seems a little pointless to me. Like I don't I don't I don't think ten minutes is necessarily a long time in in this situation when considering you're down two nothing and you you need to control the game. I don't I, I to me I just feel like you needed to make something at that point in time at halftime, even if it's just one sub. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, but I, but at the same time, you kind of have to like let it develop, you know. If, if it's the same thing you see in the first half, then like yeah, you have to do the sub right away. But if what if things do change, right? You kind of got to let it flow instead of moving things around and then they're back to square one. Right, All right. Which which I get. I mean, and then obviously too, the first sub we get is the day has come. The day has comes on for uh for uh Leo Suarez. So, um. And then from there, that's whenever we get uh, uh, Rodriguez for Cabisita. But, you know, it's it's just just so frustrating overall because it's just like, even with those subs, it just didn't seem like a whole lot changed. I mean, I think some things changed in a sense, but it's just not the change that you wanted considering the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I don't know if you guys agree with me, but I don't I don't think uh, Brian and and Zendejas came into this game ready to play. Um, it I didn't really see much difference, regardless of the of the of the goal that he scored, but it just kind of seemed much of the of the same thing. Um, and that's that. I mean, obviously coming off of injury and not playing for a bit, Sendeja. So I I do understand it a little bit, but I would have liked to see him a little more focused, a little more because he was losing a lot of balls, not tracking back, making weird passes that trying to force a lot of things it's not very Sendeja-esque and um hopefully it was just because of you know lack of playing time recently but um it just wasn't the the performance I was I was hoping to see from him and to add to the concerning things I don't know if you guys heard there in the commentary like they were they were talking about like you and him throwing like or like pushing each other yelling at each other like so I I, I saw on a throw-in where Layun was telling someone to go, but I thought that was Vinas. I thought he was talking to Vinas because I saw Vinas ask for the ball, like, here, place yeah. it, play me, play me. And he Layun didn't play him. He played Tendejas instead. And then that's when I saw Layun get a little bit upset. But I thought that was at Vinas, not Tendejas. Yeah. yeah, it's still concerning, though, because, like, you they can't show frustration like this. Right, exactly. And, and losing... then Layun, Layun had the, the captain, like, arm armband, you know, like, he can't do that. He yeah, can't no. be. He mm-hmm. out of everyone in that field is the one that shouldn't be losing his head. Right. He's the one that should be telling everyone calm down, stay focused. You know, mm-hmm. and right. and that's very concerning right. to me because it's like how how are you gonna lose your head? How are you gonna be like even if Sendejas is yelling at you, you gotta tell him calm down, calm down. We're we're gonna score. We're we're gonna do something right. That's very concerning to me. And, yeah, and they course. even said it, like, maybe this is a locker room team. I don't think so. I think it was just the The, the heat of the moment, the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's anything deeper. But it's still concerning that if, what if we go again in this type of uh, game? I'm saying. We can't have those moments because they're going to yeah. say, oh, those guys are stressed. Let's go and attack that side of the of the field. And they're going to beat us if we're, if we're that nervous, that out of, out of uh, our, like, our mindset is, isn't there, you know? No, yeah, no, yeah, I definitely agree, and and, and that and that's the thing too, especially whenever uh, uh, you you play for this institution, you know, you, the the standard is very high, and if you're not going to play to that standard, then you know, um, you're going to get a lot of backlash, which which is happening right now, obviously, because nobody's necessarily happy with uh, with the way this game's gone, even though obviously uh, the objective was to get through this to at this point in time to get through the semifinals, and then we'll take it to the next step, but. 
God, playing playing at this level, the way this team has throughout the set throughout the ninety minutes is is really concerning, and that's the frustrating part. Yeah, no, it's um, you know, we're gonna have, we're gonna have to adjust, and I I think this is where you're gonna see if Donald learned how to play these games. Um, no matter who the opponent is, I I don't care who it is, you're you're gonna have to come out different. Um, on leg one away, uh, you're gonna get you have to once again show that we were. Uh, the best team in the league, that we were, you know, the best offensive team in the league, um, that we can adapt to situations, even when we look so vulnerable, that we're still going to come out and look dangerous. And if we don't get that in the first leg, it's going to get very scary for us uh, come come next Saturday. But I have faith. Um, I, I know maybe right now isn't the, the best time to give the, the, these pep talks, but I, I, I think that we, we have enough uh, to, get a, to get a good... I guess read on the situation and what happened, and kind of come out with better attitudes from everyone uh, in in the semifinals. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm not, I'm not I, like on the bright side. Henry starts right, and you see the where we hope at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anything could happen, right? But I get, but we have to look at it from just an optimistic standpoint. What what gets better in the next game? Well, Henry Martin's. Maybe gonna most likely gonna, we don't know what's wrong with his head, what the injury is, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just them being super safe. They they see what happened to Tua in football, and I know it's not the same sport, but still, either way, you, you have to be careful with all those things. Maybe it's just right. right. So he comes back. Israel Reyes, you could completely tell that he was missed, right? Even even though Israel Reyes has moments where you're just like, bro, what are you doing? Like he comes back, and then. uh Sendejas, you know, I think Sendejas and Los Suarez, I'm I'm okay with either one. Los Suarez didn't have the greatest game, but he does give you that comfort. So if it's Leo or it's Sendejas, I'm comfortable with both. You know? So so like whoever it is, maybe Sendejas a little bit more because it, it, he does bring a, a the goal. He brings goal and he brings assists. You know, he's more creative and, and, right. and he's able to move around more. But even if it's Los Suarez, I'm still a little bit comfortable with it. it maybe, mm-hmm. you know. And style, this is going to be a different team, two different styles too, right? So hopefully we'll get it together, you know. It, it, the only thing that – another thing that does concern me is you give this type of performance at home. Like, that's not okay either. The, 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 we had a great crowd today. We did. We had a great crowd today because if this was like the Pachuca game, the crowd would have been against the team, and we don't want that, right? right. But it was the opposite. They were – cheering on the players like come on come on let's do it so we need that you know so so we can't have another performance like that at home you know whoever it is we next round we gotta take your business away take your business at home no 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 this oh we're gonna be the comeback kids or oh here comes the other team we're too comfortable no 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 none of that Dano has to realize like hey I got to bring, like, light a fire up their ass, you know, and they need to go and perform. Or else, like you said, another team finishes off completely, and we can't have that. Yeah, no. This is going to be a very interesting week for us. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's still a lot to play out, too. And um, mm-hmm. I want to I bring this up. I sent this to y'all just now in uh, the Twitter chat, um, um, our Twitter chat. Mm-hmm. But, um, and obviously, I didn't get to listen to the whole video. I just got to see what, what Dano said in his press conference. But he said... Para conseguir la gloria, hay que sufrir. No. So, and, so yes, but okay, continue, 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 continue. No, and that, that that's the end of the tweet right there. Mm-hmm. And, but 
but I don't really agree with that at all. Uh, okay, so obviously in 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 a perfect world, right? You're always going to be leading, and you're always going to have control of the game, and you're always going to be on top, right? That that's in a perfect world. Unfortunately, we don't live in a perfect world, right? And and I think in in all of our times watching our teams win championships, um, there hasn't been a time where we weren't suffering or we weren't against the wall or you know or it seemed like the other team was just gang- ganging up on us and, and looking more dangerous. It's gonna happen. It's life, but not in this way though. You you can't be so vulnerable to a team that, with all due respect shouldn't even be in Ligia. And the fact that you went into your home, like Chris said, and you thought that this series was wrapped up, it's just a lack of concentration, lack of professionalism, and not a good quality to have when you're trying to chase a championship. Um, So yes, you are going to suffer in moments of the game, but you shouldn't be suffering to the point where a team that's very inferior to you is about to eliminate you, if that makes sense. No, yeah, no, I, I and I definitely agree, that, and that's the that's the frustrating part. Like, I can I can get in a sense to where, you know, you're gonna face adversity in the game, but it's just how you respond to it too. And if you're gonna show something, if you're gonna show heart for me in a game, then that to me that's like in a sense like I don't know if this makes sense, but like a good suffering because you know you're working for it and everything like that. But it just didn't seem like they worked for it enough for me to to suffer the way that that how horrible it went today. The, the reason I don't agree with what he's saying is because look how comfortable we got in the first game. You lose concentration. This is That's what it was, right? It, like, do you sit here and say San Luis was a billion times better than us because of, of what, did, what they did? To an extent, yes, right? But if, if everyone is concentrated, there's we easily score one early, and this game is a wrap. And and it wasn't. We we suffered for for just. It just didn't seem like we should have suffered this much. It, it shouldn't be one of those things where it's like we're talking about this guy, this guy, this guy. Like for me, I was already thinking, oh, we might have to have a cleanup this uh, upcoming season, right? This uh, trans this uh, upcoming transfer window because we got Concacaf Champions League, right? So like some some people gotta go if that's the case because. Once we're looking at it from from a Champions League perspective, like we're talking about World Cup of Clubs, we're talking about this and that. We're talking about a lot of things that maybe in our region isn't as um, as important, but it is important if you really look at it from the whole uh, football world scale. Right. No. Yeah, Chris, you're definitely hitting the spot on, man. Uh, um, but man. We've been kind of going for for about thirty minutes here now, um, guys. Um, I know we don't want to keep keep y'all up too, Christian. I know it's already past going on past two for you. It's already past one. For two me, in the Chris. morning. <laughs> yeah, Chris. It's a uh, it's uh, just past eleven for you. So I mean, uh, um, how y'all feeling? Uh, y'all still want to keep this going? Y'all ready to wrap it up? Or oh, I'm so, down. I'm, I'm I'm up to you guys. I mean, I I, I have a, I have a couple more thoughts, I guess, about uh, the the kind of suffering. Um, this is maybe a point I kind of want to make in regard in relation to last Ligia. Um, so we 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 caked walk, but like Puebla didn't even show themselves. Like it was, there there were no contests, right? So America never felt that sense of urgency until we were losing to Toluca. Do you think that maybe now that we've lived this kind of pressure and this kind of situation, that we'll be more prepared 
come the next round, you know, to kind of prevent ourselves from getting in the situation? So so I'll say this. Every Liguilla for for what since the final against Monterrey, maybe. Yeah. Okay. We, we've had an ugly game, right? An ugly moment, an ugly game. Yeah. Maybe we got it out the way. I can right? remember when we won the chip in 2018 and the first leg against Toluca, we let we let Alexis Vega tie it up in the 90th yeah. minute. Yeah. Took out yeah. three guys. So maybe we got out. We got the, the ugly game out the way. Remember, we like. I had this conversation with you guys all back. Is it better for us to play repechaje so we don't have to deal with this? Oh, you miss a, a week and, and everyone's out of rhythm. Maybe it's that, right? Who knows? But for me, we got to look at it maybe from a positive perspective. Maybe we just got the ugly game out the way, and now maybe we get uh, we get a, a Chivas next round, and now the mindset isn't even the final. It's it's a classical. You have to. We already have a mindset of every time we have a Chivas game that every classical you have to win. So right. maybe from that perspective, it's a good thing, right? Who knows? Maybe it's just an ugly moment, ugly game that we always have, and now we're we're past that. This time we didn't get eliminated. Now we could go forward, and maybe we see a different team. Who knows, right? I think if Tigres has an ugly game tomorrow against Toluca, which they had a three-one lead too. Maybe we're we're looking at this game a whole different, you know. Maybe we're kind of being like, okay, it's not just as happens to everybody. We could go forward, right? Uh, I I send a a quote uh, right now to the group chat. Mm-hmm. It, it was uh, uh, Tano where he says, "Es bueno recibir una una cachetada que demuestre que si no estás concentrado los 90 minutos no es la forma de conseguir los objetivos." Perfect, perfect quote for me, right? Right. Like we're like we're saying, like maybe this is just an ugly game, and now we're able to adjust and be, be ready, right? Let's hope. Let's hope he learns how to adjust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the thing. But, that's, or that's even from thing. a concentration standpoint, right? Maybe sure. we don't adjust, but we have a, we're a way more concentrated team, and when we're concentrated, no one's touching us, right? right. Maybe. So so, the, we we will see what happens, right? But but personally, like I I agree, maybe this is just an ugly ugly game, and then we're just gonna be good. The rest of the league. Well, let's hope so because it's been what? How long since we won? We lifted the title since twenty eighteen. Yeah, twenty eighteen. Yeah, We're going on five years. Yeah, exactly five years. Yeah, five, five years, years in yeah. the pandemic made it feel twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I'm sure once once we find out who our opponent is, we'll go more into depth. So I don't, I don't want to get myself no, too too ahead, too ahead um, yeah. of what's going on. But just I guess the kind of closing thoughts on on, on tonight. Um, I I hope that like Chris said, this was the the one game where everyone got a reality check that we're in the Gia and that we're not going to win this championship just by cakewalking, um, that there's going to be moments to suffer, but it's how you handle them and how you overcome it. And tonight we didn't see that from any of the players. So I, I hope that, that you know, Donald really, really gives it to them and tells them, listen, guys, if you guys really want this, then you're going to have to go and fight because no one's going to give it to you. Um, not, not just by wearing the shirt, you're going to we're going to go lift the title. And I don't care how maybe better you are than every team that's remaining you're gonna have to go out there and play. So let's, I guess, kind of, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe calm down a little bit of what happened tonight, and just look positive and try to take the, the good things that could come out of this. Hopefully, yeah. Which, which, which I mean, I, I definitely agree with you because, um, 
it's one thing to react right after something so frustrating that you just watched just to watch just to like look back at it like two or three days from now and then just realize okay maybe it wasn't so bad but then especially when you look at it the long term depending on how this season ends and you're just be mm-hmm. like okay well we could definitely forget about that because you know we got the outcome we wanted at the end of the day right so that's where we're at at this point in time so so uh, dylan you you wanted to talk about the second half and i, I want to hear what your perspective was on that uh i kind of agree with you whenever you mentioned it um and i say this lightly i don't want this to be taken out of context but i thought the second half was a was a tad bit better um was was better in some ways um i felt like we were more active going forward um and so i liked what i saw a lot better but at the end of the day it was still frustrating because you know you know you needed that goal you know you needed um some type of momentum considering the momentum that san luis had even though obviously they never scored again but you know i i I liked i liked it better because it seemed like we turned up the intensity and the urgency by like one percent and i'm just like okay well that's just better than going backwards or just staying you know at the at the same level you know it seemed like it it got better in a sense uh, in some way so yeah, I felt the same way. I, I think the I, also another positive thing, right? I think we got to kind of point out some positives that we kind of probably don't notice. Another coach maybe says we're going to park the bus, we're going to suffer, and we, we're going to go with this tie in, 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 a, in a 3-3, right? We looked for the goal. It wasn't necessary, right? Maybe it's like if it is necessary based on who we are, but it wasn't necessary based on the on the on the score. I think another coach probably says we're going to suffer. We're going to put in all these defenders. We're going to send everyone back, and we're going to just suffer and let them just shoot it and hit the defenders every single time. We adjusted. We kind of – for their counterattack, it's probably some coaches don't do that, right, because they did break through sometimes. And I'll say Caceres had a better second half. I think there was, there was a, mm-hmm. some counterattacks that if it was Araujo, that's a goal. You know, and, and Cassidy was on point on go, going back and, and stopping that play. Yeah. I, I think that that's – What a something. turnaround season from him. Yeah, yeah. And, and he and he, and he started the game ugly. There there was a, a, a play where he almost gave up a goal. But obviously, like, he was just on point in some of these counters. And, and that's what we need, right? And, and, and like I said, to point out a, a bit of a positive is – Another coach says, you know what, we're going to suffer. We're going to track back. We're going to just chill. No, we, we look for the goal and we got it. And maybe from that extent, he's right that we got to suffer a bit, right? We suffered a lot, not a bit, but we suffered a lot. But we still ended up looking for goal. And one thing is that we always end up finding goal for, for, for whatever reason this season, right? A lot of these ties happen because we would have ugly games and still end up finding the goal. Right. Yeah, I definitely, definitely, definitely agree. Um, but here we are, you know, um, it's, I, we finally get the goal, though, like pretty late in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, how do you all, I guess, and I guess kind of winding down here, too. How do you all feel about Henry's presence in like the last seven minutes? I mean, the guy seemed like he hardly even played. Did he even touch the ball? I don't even remember him touching the ball. Henry? Yeah. Um, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure he's the one that gave the pass to Valdez, who then shot it, 
and then that's where the rebound came, and then Brian came in and scored the goal. Am I mistaken there? I believe that's how it went. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um. Besides that play, um. I, yeah. I don't. I, I don't think he he was noticeable. But it does show you that in just one moment like that, you know, it could cause a, a, a kind of opportunity of goal, which is what is needed. And just his presence alone, I guess, is something that defenders have to worry about more. Um, because I don't think they were really worrying about being as that much as if Henry were, were on the pitch. I'll say this. Henry is better off the ball than Vinas is. He's better at. During the Olympics, I gave this this comparison because a lot of people were saying, "Oh, why did they call up Henry to the Olympic squad?" Henry Henry is identical, maybe not complete, like a hundred percent identical, but he's a very similar player to Oribe Peralta. He knows what he's doing when it comes to pulling his mark and leaving everyone else open. And one thing that I saw from him in those little minutes that I saw Vinas really struggling with was tracking back and helping his defenders, and we needed that desperately. Because a lot of the times we, we we got unnecessary one-on-ones that we did not want. And we need someone that's able to track back and go be that second body that maybe doesn't touch him, right? Doesn't touch the attacker. But his presence is there, and they lose focus on the guy in front of him. And he, he brought right. that, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe from, like, all, like, passes and all that, maybe he didn't show himself for all that. But when it comes to the little things off the ball, you, you could tell the difference. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, def- definitely. I, it's just that you know, it, I just found it kind of odd in a sense, I guess you could say, um, that how late Henry came on, considering how we were seeing we're, we were seeing the the cuttings on the broadcast of him warming up and everything, because you're wondering the whole time, well, wh- when's Henry coming in? What's Henry coming in? Because you knew he was warming up. It was just a matter of of when is he coming in, and I, and I think yeah. that's the question everybody had. And especially now with with you know him wearing the the headband and everything, you know, you just kind of wonder to yourself, you know, how, how serious is this injury and is is and how close to a hundred percent if he even touches a hundred percent when it comes to the comes to the next next uh, next series. Right. Uh, these are questions I hope we get in the in the near future um, because we're gonna, we're going to need him, you know, and uh, as much as. As you know, we we need Henry. No matter no matter how badly he plays, like I like I called him out in the first game, um, just with his presence alone, I think it gives defenders another headache, and that that just works to our advantage. Yeah, yeah, I know. Definitely agree. Definitely agree. Well, we're here. We are, guys. You know, we obviously dropped the second leg, one two, but obviously still advanced to the semis. Um, but uh. I can't think of anything else much to talk about, guys. Is there something, anything else y'all want to say? Something maybe we need to talk about? I think I, I think after I, we, we we all cool down a little bit. I think when we when we convene for the start of the semis, um, we'll touch on it a little bit more. But for right now, I think that we've said, or at least I've said, most of the things I've wanted to say and that have come to my head. Chris, yeah, same here. I think the only thing I will say is. Malagón can't be our eraser all the time. Yeah. Not that, not that he had an awful game, because I think the goals are not his fault, you know? The second but goal could have done a little better. Yeah. I, I, but, but yeah, you're right. But what I, I will say is, for the longest time, we kind of crucify the, the, the goalkeeper a lot. Mm-hmm. 
and I think these guys can't do it all. And no. these are the situations where you're just like someone on defense, please step up because because it, it, it can't be one of these uh, games where it's the goalkeeper doing everything and then he doesn't save one and we're going to sit here and bash the goalkeeper like we've done with Ochoa and we did with Oscar Jimenez and we've mm-hmm. done with Marcusin or we've done with, with whoever, right? There comes a time where you got to sit back and say, okay, we need a leader. We need a Akivaldo Mosquera. We need a, a Pablo Aguilar. We need a, right. a Bruno Valdez before his injury. Type those type of things. We need that. Right. Even Aguilera, when he first came out the club, he wasn't that bad. He was that guy no. that would step up, right? Mm-hmm. We need that. We need that from Israel. We need that from Araujo. We need that from Cáceres. We need that from Layun. We need that from whoever's back there. We need that, right? Because if, if we don't have that leadership presence in the defense. Stuff like this happens. Goals like that, communication happens, right? And like I said, we we crucified the goalkeeper way too much. When in reality, it's always the defense that's that's giving up these goals. And unfortunately, I think this is another Ligia where if we don't win, it'll most likely be because yeah. of our defense. Yeah. Once again. And and, and that's where we're gonna have. We're, I mean, it's a little spoiler. Me and Christian are gonna talk a lot about transfer window. Transfer rumors, transfer fantasy, whatever you guys want to call it, but we're gonna to probably touch a lot on the on 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 potential uh, center backs or fullbacks that could bring that leadership presence, right? Mm-hmm. Coming in the summer, be stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, we'll stay tuned, guys. Uh, uh, America survives another week into the semis. They go, which you know. We're, I guess, in this, we're guess we're happy about obviously because we uh, we get to see our favorite club um, play some football some more, um, but obviously just not the uh, outcome, especially uh, at home turf that we're not excited about. But uh, uh, thank you to those who stayed up and are in the chat, uh, especially at the Antonio uh, Martinez, uh, Eddie. I see in the chat they were the most active. I know we had a couple others. I'm gonna scroll back up to give them a quick shout out. Shout out. We had uh, Angel. Uh, crew epicness, um, uh, septile underscore seven. Uh, we had a Midwestern Cholo. I like that. I like that whole uh, <laughs> Jose Sepulveda. Um, yeah, so thank y'all so much for staying up with us this late. Um, obviously, Christian, I know it's going on 2 30 for you, Chris. It's already almost 11 30, and it's 1 30 for me here in Texas. Um, guys, yeah, yeah, thanks for coming on this late as uh, to give a quick uh reaction to to that uh that second leg and um oh there you go antonio martinez cheers from illinois there you y'all go. so there you go thank you guys so much for t- joining uh guys um what any last words from y'all no just once again thank you guys for staying up with us um this was fun um the podcast not the game but uh you know once again top four in the league going to semifinals just another more round to the 14th um, I know we're all pretty pretty upset right now, but hopefully uh, things will get better for us in the in the very very near future. Yeah, yeah, Chris. Nah, man. I think we've said everything. I think our we're completely cool off now. I thought we were gonna end up arguing, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was explaining. I was about to be like, oh, I'm not at the finale. But reality is, everyone had blame, and you know, I think we're we're. I think this therapy talk helped us out <laughs> a lot. Yeah, and hopefully, yeah. hopefully we don't we don't have this conversation. See you guys next week, though, for the preview of the semifinal. Yeah, yeah, that, that's Ivan been... will leech off on his uh, 
frustrations as oh, yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, because you know Ivan's gonna listen to this and just be all like, "Okay, this is what y'all said wrong. Here's what I think." Because <laughs> <laughs> it's always what Ivan says; it's never what we say. But yeah, definitely stay tuned, guys. Uh, Ivan, uh, Chris, and Christian will bring y'all the preview and probably another slight short recap, but mostly Ivan's recap of the second leg. Um, I'll probably be too busy at work to be joining y'all for that. But um, anyways, guys, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll catch y'all all on the flip side.